Slayers, we're at the number one episode of 2023. But before we get into it, I just want to tell you, I hope you had a wonderful holiday. I hope that you have an amazing new year. Um, I pray that God gives you everything that you stand in need of in this upcoming year of 2024. Um, and I just want to thank you again for continuously being a part of this movement and continuously sharing the journey of slaying self-doubt. So without further ado, here is the number one episode. It is a fan favorite. This is a rewind that I recorded in 2021. And I'm so glad for my obedience because you have named this the number one episode of 2023. Obedience is my responsibility. Part four. See y'all next week. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Science After Our Podcast. It's your girl, Felicia Wallace. Welcome back to all the new and continued listeners. Um, I am so grateful that you guys are on this journey with me. I appreciate all the listens. Um, no matter how you found me, how, found me or found the podcast, whether it was by way of guest episode or solo episode, or you found me on the Googles or somebody shared it with you, or, you know, you asked uh Alexa to find you uh, a podcast about self-doubt and you found me thank you for being here I am super appreciative Um, so the wins for this week uh, another IG live guys dropped on Thursday and um, actually next Thursday will be the last so what's that July 1st July 1st will be the last um the last uh, IG Live that I've done with Keelay Carter, I'm so grateful um, to her and just for her, you know, really just trusting me. You know what I'm saying? Because I legit, like, God just gave me this and I was like, what am I supposed to do with it? And, and if I'm being honest, had she not said yes, y'all, I probably, probably would not have done the IG Live series. And um, I think that would have been unfortunate, not only for myself, but for everybody else who, you know, this has impacted just through listening or watching or whatever the case may be um so again this this is the reason why this series was so important it's just to remind me of my obedience and why I need to do these things and why I have to continue to show up and so um I'm just going to continue to do that so if y'all have missed it make sure y'all check the replays on Instagram um so the first week of summer guys was this week um well last week rather and I just let my kids chill like they came they went to bed when they wanted to woke up when they wanted to shoot I think Lil Ryan woke up one day it was like 11 57 a.m I was like bruh you gonna sleep till noon he was just like I'm so tired um but I really just enjoy just letting them just kind of go do whatever it is they wanted to do this week um and just really rest they did a lot right and so I'm grateful um I did this was my way of just like not being you know like a mom about it because next week y'all next week we need to be on a schedule because they gave these kids work work over the summer okay like and both of them have so because um, CJ is going to the eighth grade and Ryan is going to middle school both of their summer work 
packets or whatever is like legit like I'm, I'm talking about cj got like three books to read with the essay and some online stuff and ryan same thing he has to do some stuff and his stuff is actually he got to do it within a period of time like he got to be done by the end of july so i'm like well now i need to incorporate a day to make sure y'all are doing y'all work because the 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 catch to it this year is is that it goes toward their first quarter grade and y'all know i don't be playing about no uh grades so um i'm just going to incorporate a day but we're definitely going to have fun this summer and i am just excited um i do have a major announcement but i'm going to keep that to the end of the episode um so make sure y'all stay tuned um during the summer you guys make sure that y'all are getting your slang self-doubt merchandise y'all know it's back it's on the website grab all the things that you need for the summer for the fall get it for gifts for people you know we got um, we don't have any gifting holidays coming up you know the next gifting holiday is what what christmas whatever somebody's birthday coming just go ahead and grab it's laying self doubt merch so that they know they are not doing life by themselves so we are in the last week of this series um I, I just pray that there has been a blessing to you all the same way it's been blessing me. Like I say, I'm grateful for my obedience and that I just, you know, I, I did it and I showed up every week, even in my doubtfulness of feeling like I am not qualified to, you know, talk about this one because I'm like child I'm the most disobedient of them all uh number one and number two of like you know really kind of it was stretching me to pull myself and and you know be you know really study the bible and really study what god was saying like that was a stretch for me and so um there was always this like you know insecurity of like you know you ain't no preacher you ain't no theologian and all this other stuff and i was just like you know what at the end of the day this is what god told me to do and so that's what i'm going to do so um again i've always said this that if something resonates with you please share it with somebody else um make sure that because sharing is caring first of all but also really because i believe that all of us struggle with this this part like this part of being obedient um for a multitude of reasons and i think hearing you know whether it's the episode whether it's the podcast episode or it's the lives you know i think hearing from regular regular people telling you that they struggle too and this is some these are just practical steps that they're doing to try to help you know themselves that you know it seems to be working right <laughs> because we are you know operating in obedience for you know majority of the time um i think it's just a, a great way to just continue to encourage each other so um let's hop right into this last episode so as a reminder the definition of obedience from holloman's illustrated bible dictionary is to hear god's word uh, hear god's word and act accordingly biblical obedience to god means to hear trust submit and surrender to god and his word so the very last step of this thing of obedience is surrendering So, uh, surrendering is hard. It is because some of it is that I, I feel like we don't necessarily know exactly what it looks like to surrender. And in other cases, I think we do. So I'm, I hope that I'm going to try to explain this in the best way that I can. And I, you know, as always, I'm going to use like, you know, things that have happened in my life that, um, it, it correlates. So it makes sense. Right. So I'm going to start with this, uh, 
passage from Romans 12. So Romans 12, one through three says, so I beg you brothers and sisters, and let me just say, I'm using the easy version um, or the easy to read version. Um, this is the, the book or the application or the translation that I'm using. Uh, so I beg you brothers and sisters, because of the great mercy God has shown us, offer your lives as a living sacrifice to him, an offering that is only for God and pleasing to him. Consider what he has done. It is only right that you so you should worship him in this way. Don't change yourselves to be like the people of the world, but let God change you inside with a new way of thinking. Then you will be able to understand and accept what God wants for you. You will be able to know what is good and pleasing to him and what is perfect. God has given me a special gift, and that's why I have something to say to each of you. Don't think that you are better than you really are. You must see yourself just as you are. Decide what you are by the faith God has given each of us. So that was a lot, right? <laughs> um, but I think that surrendering, when I, after I read this, so I looked it up to try to see like, okay, I, in, in all, throughout this series, I've, you know, went to the Googles and been like, okay, what passage has, what scripture has something about this? So what scripture has something about that? And so in finding this about surrendering, I was really struggling. So I just was like, okay, Holy Spirit, I need you to be clear about how this translates to surrendering. Because again, I told you, I ain't no theo theologian. I'm not a pastor. Like you got it. Well, that's part of the reason why I got reading the easy version. Right. Um, <laughs> but I think that when I, when I read it and I read it again, um, he showed me the three things that um, three ways to practice surrendering to God. And it's a, and again, remember, as we talk about this throughout this whole series, all of this is practice. It all blends together. They're all different things from every single um, thing from hearing from God, trusting God, submitting to God, surrendering to God. It is all intertwined. It's not like you do one and lead the rest. You have to do them all. So in the surrendering, these are the three things that I think that you need to practice in order to surrender. So number one, um, in the scripture, it says, offer your lives as a living sacrifice to him, an an offering that is only for God and pleasing to him. Um, and so as I was reading it, I was just like, hmm, okay, God, what, 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 ex what exactly are you saying? Then it says, consider what he has done for you. It is only right that you should worship him in this way. And so what came up for me was serve God and use your body to do so, right? And so for me, in this season, which is so timely um, right now, has been that um, I have been, this past week has been really about consistency, right? I have heard, I've been in some club, I went back on Clubhouse, y'all. So I've been in some Clubhouse rooms, I've listened to some scriptures, I've talked to my mentor, I have um, been having conversations with me, and the word consistency continued to come up. And I was struggling, you know, in this season of feeling like, did like disappointed uh, this this is yeah that's how I've been feeling this disappointed not because things have not been happening but what I expected to happen has not been happening the way I wanted it to be right and I'm you know I'm very content and grateful with where my life is right now I don't wish anything else had happened I don't want for anything else to have happened but I do feel I, I was feeling some disappointment right and so I was having a conversation with a friend about it. And I was just saying, like, this thing that just keeps coming up for me is um, something about my health. And I 
I think the, what was where I was struggling or where the disappointment was coming in is that I talk about the fact that I lack control. Well, not that I lack control, but that I have a difficulty with. I, I want to control things, right? I want to be in control. I want to see the results. My health, right? And exercising, eating right, making wise decisions with, you know, food and the time that I eat and eat, all of those different things. I literally have control over that. And still, I choose otherwise at times. I don't always make the, the a wise decision. I don't always put my health first. I am... I go off my feelings, right? I don't feel like eating. I don't, I feel like having Pepsi. I feel like having pizza. I feel like having pasta. I, you know, I go off of that emotion of like, I don't really feel like it, right? And so when I'm reading this passage and it says, offer your lives as a living sacrifice to him and get, you know, really giving God your body, um, it is something that for me, I was like, okay, how am I truly serving him with my body? And what was, what came up for me was that I'm not right. Because I'm choosing to do other things. I am choosing to, uh, live a different type of, like I'm choosing not to. So, um, uh, let me, so one of the other things, so in reading this, I've read multiple scriptures. So in the, not multiple, but multiple translations. So in the New Living Translation, it says, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice. This is truly the way to worship him. And when I, when I initially, I read the living, the New Living Translation, and I was just like, give your bodies to God we don't realize that that is how we serve him. That is how we surrender to him. When we are giving and we're presenting ourselves, when you think about, it's a, it's also a sacrificial, right? Because when we think about, um, you know, times in the Bible when people wanted for things and they wanted and, and they wanted to show God that they were serious. They wanted to show God that they were willing to, uh, died of their flesh, they offered a sacrifice of, you know, goats, you know, we've even had people in the Bible who offered their children as a sacrifice. I mean, God offered the, he sacrificed Jesus, right? So it is not unheard of that, that people make these sacrifices. And so when we, when I'm, when I think about that in, in, in serving him and giving him my body and saying like, I have to, in order to do your work, right? Because this is this is all about walking in purpose. This is all about doing his will. This is all about living in um in his perfect will. That to me is the first step. You have to be willing to offer up yourself. Um, and so when in in serving him, it's like how how am I of service? I've heard so many different things about like, you know, serve while you wait, sir, you know, what service looks like, um, being being that person. And so I think it starts with us. And so for me, um, this week when I was thinking about my health, I was like, you know, I'm not willing to make the sacrifice for real. I'm willing to do just enough, just 
fast enough, right? And then I get to a certain point where I, you know, I get to the point where people are saying, girl, you look good. Okay, have you lost weight? Yes, yes, I have. You know, oh, you look snatched. You look this and the third. But I have a larger goal. I have a bigger goal that I haven't even reached. Uh, to be honest, I even nowhere near it. But because it looked good and because I'm getting the validation and the approval from other people, I'm willing to be like, this all right. I don't need to go no further. This is okay. But what is happening is that I'm I'm only getting a percentage of what it is that God is has promised me. And I can't even walk in my fullness because I'm not even willing to sacrifice at all. I'm not willing to say like, no, there's more. I have more of me to give. God, well, like this is more that I need to be able to put in this and I need to be um, of more service and I need to give of myself and, you know, kind of rid myself of those things that is, is now that it's heavy on me. Cause we're talking about physical weight. Like, and so if I am will, if I'm not willing to shed things that are, uh, that are of me, is, am I really surrendering? No, I'm, I'm still trying to hold on. Right. And so this kind of goes into, um, the second point of being different and allowing yourself to be different. So the next part of this passage says, don't change yourself to be like the people of this world, but let God change you inside with a new way of thinking. Then you will be able to understand and accept what God wants for you. And so let God transform you. We people use that passage all the you don't be trained conformed by this world, be be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You hear that all the time. But are you willing to be different? Are you willing to show up differently in your marriage? Are you willing to show up differently in your relationships? Are you willing to show up differently at your job, around your friends, around your family, around your best friend? Are you willing to show up differently for the will that God has for you? Because that is when you get stretched, when you have to be different and because you are letting God work work on you and work through you. And that, that right there is different because if I'm not willing to sacrifice myself and to, to serve him by using my body and then also um, show up differently around the people who are used to me being a certain type of way, that's not surrender. And then how is he supposed to use you? Remember when we talked about trust two weeks ago, we talked about the fact that God needs to trust you. This is a two-way street. This isn't a one-way. Like he ain't about to just give you just because you ask him because if that was the case, there would be no need for obedience, right? And so when we're talking about obedience and we're talking about he needs something from you. And so if you're not willing to do that, if you're not willing to be different, if you're not willing to show up, how are you going to ask him to do anything differently for your life? When we, when you're in um, relationship, when you, with your kids or whatever, have you want your kids to prove to you that they can handle themselves in certain certain situations. You know, you want your kids if uh for instance like um you know, just think about, you know, when kids have their own money, right? And they are um, learning how to spend their money. You want them to use it, spend it wisely, but you also want to give them a little bit and you want to say, okay, I'm watching you do this, right? Are you going to go through your, are you going to go through this money that I put in your account or are you going to save? Are you going to take the things and make the sacrifices and say, ah, you know, I really want this game, but I only have X amount. Or are you just going to be like, well, I'm going to spend all my money and then I'm going to be like, uh, mommy, dad, 
daddy? Can I get, can I get some extra money? Can I get this? And listen, I'm telling you from somebody, and I just told my husband this recently, like the reason I'm teaching my kids now how to be able to handle that stuff on their own to be different from me. Because I was someone who grew up saying, oh, I'm gonna spend all my money and my parents got me until I got to an age when I was like, oh, so y'all don't have me? Like I gotta grow up. And it, by that time, I to be honest, I was a parent. And I'm now I'm trying to figure it out. And so because I didn't want to be different when it was time for me to be transformed and in, in that age where they were like, no, but you really got to stop figuring things out. It was I was comfortable in the fact that I knew that they would I knew they would hold me. I knew that they would catch me. I knew that they would do whatever they needed to do so that I would not fall. And there's nothing wrong with that. God doesn't want you. He's not trying to trying to let you hit the ground and fall like that's not what you that's not what he wants but you have to do some of the work it cannot just be I'm gonna just be regular and be myself and you know never change never make any adjustments and just hope that you know this all works out he is asking something from us and so you have to be willing to be different in this obedience walk in this surrendering to let him work on you when I was in this transition of become you know doing slaying self-doubt I I didn't know what I was doing I legit had no idea um and I didn't know what the next thing was going to be. But guess what? I told y'all before, he wanted me to be different. I had to show up differently at work before he gave me slaying self-doubt. Remember, all of this, this was a whole process, a whole transition, a transformation of things that happened. But it started with me saying, God, show me me. And then it started with me being like, okay, so for real, for real, I'm the common denominator in some of these situations. And I need to show up differently because remember, I tell you all the time, this ain't about nobody else. This is about you, your walk, your relationship, all of that. And so I can't be like, well, change my husband, change my kids, change my employees, change my boss. No. How do you show up differently so that the, your surroundings change to you and adapt to you? That is what I had. I had to let God transform me so I could be different so that when it was time for him to be like, let's go. I was ready. I could hear. I was, I trusted. I, you know, I was in a place where I was able to receive what it is that he was trying to give me. And then um, the last thing is in real life, check yourself, boo. I'm, because this last part says, God has given me a special gift. And that is why I have something to say to each one of you. Don't think you are better than you really are. You, you must see yourself as you are. Decide what you are by the faith God has given each of us. We have a tendency to think that the minute we are in a place of like, are we doing this? Are we doing that? Or I'm making it, I'm, I'm, I'm working it. We've, we've already arrived and we already got into this place of um, being able to, I guess, what's the best way I could, I could say this, like, then now we in a place where we can judge other people or we can say stuff about how other people are living their lives, right? Um, and the New Living Translation actually says, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you're better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourselves, measuring yourselves by the faith God has given us. And um, I think that that is very important when you're in this space because 
you can get a big head about this, right? You can get yourself to a place where you like, oh, I'm doing all of this stuff. And now, you know, God is doing this in my life and he's doing that. You still have to, we talked about this last week, you still have to humble yourself. You have to remember that you are where you are because of the grace that God has given you. You are where you are because you you were obedient, right? It ain't just happened. You did the work. And so there are times where sometimes where, you know, even in my own walk, I've gotten to a place where I forgot, like, says don't forget where you came from don't forget how you started this don't forget the transformation you went through don't forget and what it does is that that keeps you at a place of surrender always because ultimately you're surrendering submitting trusting and hearing from somebody above you you are this is to keep you in check right to keep you where you need to be which is at his feet and the minute you think that now you've done it by yourself, because now you're starting to see some progress. Now you're starting to see your numbers go up. Now you're starting to see more money in your bank account. Now you're starting to get connected to different people because now you're doing different things. Don't forget where you came from. Don't think that you like, look at yourself. These are the things why we, I say like you often, oftentimes you have to say, God, show me me. You have to be in a place of like, I need to, continue to show me because guess what our flesh will continue to show up I don't care in throughout this walk every person you have I, I promise you on every in every church in every ministerial whatever every you know uh in every religion you have had we're everybody is human first right and so when you get to the point where you forget where you've come from or you forget that you're not better than anybody else. The, the, the Really, sometimes the only difference between us and the person who isn't where they're supposed to be is our obedience. That's just, that's the truth. It's obedience and the consistency with believing that God has something greater for us and wanting it, wanting it more, right? And so it's easy to get off of, to be disobedient. That is, that is easy. When you talk about it all the time, like procrastination is disobedience because you ain't doing it. So it's not a thing of like, yeah, now I'm at this place because you, everybody, everybody can, can trip up. And so I think that, you know, being mindful of that, checking yourself and remember that, you know, remembering that, do your own evaluation of yourself periodically allows you to stay in in a space of humility and it allows you to stay in a place of gratitude right because God wants us to be grateful for for all the things that he's given us content as well but he wants you like you can't be we're not doing it by ourselves we're not doing it by ourselves. And you have to be able to acknowledge that for yourself, for the people around you, for God himself. Like it is all a part of the process. And so, um, yeah, this was, it would definitely, this was definitely for me. Um, it is a hard thing to do because when you start to see movement and you start to see, um, you know, your harvest from your seeds, it's easy to get wrapped up. It's easy to be like, oh, shoot, I don't have to do this no more. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm in a good place. I'm doing this. And God will continue to bless you. Like, that's not the thing, but it's, it's really being in a place of surrender at all times, at all times. And I'm not telling you that it's easy. I'm not telling you that, oh, you just got to do that. It's not easy. It is. It, that is why it's practice. Nothing that is out of the normal is not like 
now we can say I can say I can drive easy like that don't it don't take much right that that's cool for me I can drive take me somewhere where you gotta drive on the left side of the street I can guarantee you that's going to be difficult because now I'm in a different place on a different side of the street in a different side of a car is it the same thing it is but the environment is different everything else has changed I'm still driving but it don't it don't look the same. So guess what I I would have to do? I'd have to check myself. I'd have to be like, okay, so yep, this ain't my ministry. I'm gonna sit in the back, even if it's on the right side of the street. If it's a stick shift, can't do it. Not even about to even try. You want me to put two feet and click what? How we get from one to two? I, I I can't. Doesn't work for me. Like I just you just gotta know. But that is. That's a part of this whole thing of obedience and understanding your lane, understanding what you're supposed to be doing, having a relationship with God so that you're clear on it. All of these things are important. And so um, so today, again, we talked about three ways of practice surrendering to God by first offering yourself and um, serving God wholly with your entire body and what that looks like for you. And let me be clear, service looks different for everybody else, right? So service could be someone actually serving in their church, right? Um, y'all know I'm a small group leader. That is service. I am serving. Somebody could be on the parking lot, you know, ministry. Somebody can be on a dance team. Somebody's service is serving the homeless and um the unsheltered and working in a uh, a homeless shelter or working in a food bank or working with all or- certain organizations service could be uh volunteering your time with um the youth like it doesn't have to always be church it doesn't have to always be religious it is what what is god pouring pour, putting on your heart for him to see that you're gonna you're willing to sacrifice your time sacrifice your money or sacrifice your your body like what what it what are those things how what is it that you're willing to sacrifice as a surrendering um motion to him and like and for you to be able to say like this is stretching me god like this is i know this came from you this ain't what i you know this isn't something i would normally that is what he's looking for he is looking for you to he's looking for you to surrender and then to be different allow god to transform you be don't be the same person be okay with having to tell your friends nah i can't even hang out around it no more because god doing something different in my life and that's just not it ain't that ain't my crowd no more be okay with saying to your spouse like listen i really am trying to get build my relationship with god i'm trying to be obedient you know i dare uh, i want to work on our communication i want to work on you know being intentional in our marriage versus just kind of letting it be right you it, it um when you're parenting and you saying like okay i really i want to be a better mom i want to be a better dad like how let me talk to my kids and ask them like you know what 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 would make me better what would what, what do you need from me what do you what what could what could I do differently like that is literally putting them in front like you changing you versus being like you know well either just going with the flow or expecting them to be different because you trying to be different it's like oh change everything around me so I could feel comfortable uh no that's not how that works um and then again lastly check yourself boo like Make sure you are on notice with yourself that, you know, my mother used to say, like, if people, you know, you walk around like your stuff don't stink. No, be clear about who you are, whose you are, and what it is that you're trying to do. And when you out of pocket, you need to be able to check yourself. And I will also, with that, be able to 
be able to have a team or a tribe around you that can check you too. It'd be like, you know, that ain't even right what you did or what you said, or is that what you meant? You mean to come off like that? Like <laughs> that is that how you that's how you feel for real? Um, you gotta be you gotta be willing to have those people be able to check you. So um yeah guys, I really do hope um I, I know I've said this before. I I'm grateful that I got this opportunity to be able to do this series and it's very, very timely for me. Um, I, again, I hope that it, it resonated with you. I hope that you got something out of it. If you did, you know, definitely let me know in the comments because I love talking to y'all. You can DM me, you can email me at info at FeliciaWallace.com, um, all those things. So All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.